And a great pleasure right now to welcome to our show today two great, talented gentlemen. We had a chance to talk with one of them a, a few months ago when uh, he had a, a new CD up, but they have one together right now. We're going to talk about that called The Sunday Set. Uh, they are great entertainers, musicians, singers, joined by Billy Stritch and Jim Caruso today. And, uh, gentlemen, great to talk with you. How are you both? We're doing great, Doug. Nice to talk to you again after these few months. Yeah, I had a chance Very to talk. Very well, and it's nice to meet you, Doug. Yeah, I, I was just going to tell uh, to Billy we had a chance to talk a few months ago, but Jim, I, I feel I know you a little bit because uh, I found you on uh, on your uh, cast party videos on YouTube, so I feel like I know you a little bit. Good to have a chance to chat oh, with you. Good. I'm so glad. Uh, I think we have kind of a mutual friend. Billy and I talked about it uh, a few months ago. He worked with her, uh, Debbie Wildman. I, I kind of discovered her like everybody did during the last year and a half. And I know you had her on your show. I've had her on mine. And uh, I guess we've all made a new friend, uh, a great talent in her own right. Absolutely. Isn't she a great, great talent? Oh, my gosh. Her voice is extraordinary, and those impressions are priceless. I know you had her on, uh, Jim. Uh, I guess she did one uh, from her car. She did Judy for you around, I think it was about a year ago, Christmas time, and it was a great, great spot. That's right. I did a, uh, a weekly uh, uh, virtual cast party, which is similar to what Billy and I do at Birdland every week. But when we were shut down, I took it to, the, uh, to YouTube, and she was a great guest. And evidently, the sound inside her car is really good. It's like being in a studio. Right. So she did a lot of her recording in her, in her car, parked in her garage. So. Yes, in the car. And also, her. I, I think her next-door neighbor bangs on the walls if it's too loud. So That's right. I've heard her say that. She's forced to the car. And, you know, I, last Christmas last year, 2020, I was doing my live stream as well. And I had, I, I, I wrote her and I said, would you be willing to do a reading of uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas, a visit from St. Nick, um, you know, as Judy? And she wasn't even familiar with the poem, and I sent it to her. And it, she did the cutest thing from the back of the car, but all in Judy's inflection. He arose, such a clatter. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> so this is a girl that we both love. We have not met her face-to-face. -face. I'm dying to. One of these days she's going to come here or I'm going to, you know, we're going to go there and actually get to know her, you know, you know, face to face. But we've made a great friend through the Internet for sure. Uh, and, and she has the uh, the feeling somehow she's younger than I guess all three of us uh, will we'll say that. But she's had the kind of that feeling of the Judy Garland and the American popular oh, yeah. songbook somehow growing up in England. Yep. Amazing. Yep, she sure does. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's get back to you two gentlemen, because the, the, we want to talk about the uh, the new uh, album out called The Sunday Set, uh, a live set, and I had a chance to listen to it a few times already. I'll be playing a few cuts uh, as we put this in the show. But uh, now you two guys have known each other a while, I guess, working at Birdland together, mostly in New York City, right? Uh, well, yeah, no. We, we know each other from Texas. We're both from Texas. I'm from Houston, and Jim's from Dallas. And back in the 80s, we both had vocal groups that we were doing, uh, working in nightclubs, you know, down in Texas and in that whole region. And so we got to know each other years ago. And, okay. Uh, we've done, we both moved to New York right around the same time in early 90s. But, uh, you know, we have, we have uh, known each other a long time. So, you know, we have this great rapport on stage and off stage. And I think it, I think it really comes through on this new album. You know, it's a live album that we recorded at the Birdland Theater uh, a while back. You know, actually, this is a thing that we did uh, pre-COVID, but it was recorded, and then Jim went back and discovered it and listened to it and said, you know, this isn't bad. So 
um, our record company, Club 44, happily agreed that uh, it was it was good and worth a release. And of course, we love live albums. I love the whole feel of a live album. And uh, so uh, we're real excited to have a CD coming out on Friday. It's just thrilling for us. It's one of the positive things that happened uh, during the shutdown. I, you know, we all certainly had a lot of time to sit around mm-hmm. and yep. listen to recordings. And uh, I turned this on and I thought, this is, I sent it to Billy and I said, this is good, isn't it? And uh, it's all of a sudden we we have a product. <laughs> I know. Couldn't be happier. Yeah, Jim, uh, when we talked to Billy, or I talked to Billy a few months ago, we kind of talked about, uh, of course, he's been in New York a long time, and I grew up there, and uh, and he had a chance, obviously, to listen to uh, the great WNEW radio. I guess, Jim, uh, did you have a station like that growing up in Texas where that played the American Popular Songbook, or how did you kind of get into this type of music? Well, I've always been uh, interested. Both my parents were musicians, and my mother was a great piano player and played the Great American Songbook and sang and just loved it all. So that music was always playing. She was a huge Andy Williams fan, Perry Como. She liked those guys. And uh, so I've always listened to this. And when I started singing in clubs, you know, I mean, I'm not an R&B singer. I'm not a blues singer. <laughs> I'm not uh, a reggae singer, particularly. No. Sometimes. Uh, but I mean, this is this is what I love, and this is what I listen to. So, you know, B- Billy and I have been friends for forty, almost forty years, maybe more than forty years. Um, who's and, counting, Jim? Who's <laughs> counting? I know. Well, evidently we are. Uh, but uh, we have the same. So much of the same taste in music and, and in entertainment. So this, this project and, and just working together has always been such fun for us. I was going to say, we're all probably roughly the same age group. And uh, again, our growing up, we didn't grow up with this kind of music necessarily as the popular music of the time, although it's always been there. But to, to kind of gravitate right. toward it, I did it. My, again, my parents were older when they had us, so they had the records. And then, of course, listening to uh, stations like WNEW. And then I started doing a show like this in college radio. So it's, so we, we yeah. found our way to it a little different route, I guess, than uh, growing up uh, when sure. it was actually written, right? Absolutely. Well, I didn't have a radio station to listen to. We just had in Dallas. We just had pop and rock, and that's all I knew about. Uh, but I, you know, my love for this has been uh, long standing. Talk yeah, about some I, of the cuts. I, I, oh, go ahead, Billy. Yeah. I was just going to say there was a radio station in Houston that played this, but strangely enough, and I think maybe we covered this and we spoke before. I first heard this music on TV variety shows, like right. me too. Show. And Sonny and Cher, because Cher would always sing a great ballad like Am I Blue. I remember her singing this stuff when I was like 9, 10, 11 years old and falling in love with this music back then. So it was it was through TV. And also there was a great station in Houston called KQUE. It's not it's long gone, but they played the Great American Songbook as well. So uh, but my parents weren't musicians. Uh, you know, I kind of found it on my own. And uh, thankfully, it was there for me. Yeah. Yeah, you meant, or sorry, we did talk about the variety shows. Uh, we kind of caught the tail end of it in our growing up, but, but thankfully yep. to YouTube, you can see some of the, you know, going back to the 50s and the early 60s, you see some of those great Ed Sullivan shows, oh, obviously, where you, where you can see these artists. Yeah, YouTube is such a wonderful thing. I just, you can find almost anything you want 
on YouTube. It's so great that everything is available now. Yeah, no doubt. Let's talk about some of the songs on it. And uh, you got some great, uh, not only great songs, but I, I think the arrangements, people are going to really get a kick out of how you two both work together. Uh, uh, just kind of the arrangements that uh, you are my sunshine is one that kind of pops out uh, right now. Uh, did you kind of put that together uh, on your own or is that a, an arrangement you had from somewhere else? It's, it's a great, great chart you put together. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, because here you go. It goes right back to what we were saying. That is uh, kind of a takeoff on an Andy Williams arrangement. Right. I thought it sounded uh, like that, something, right? Yeah. Yep. But then he kind of taught it to Donnie, a very young Donnie Osmond, like a six year old Donnie Osmond. And when Donnie was first on the Andy Williams show with all of his brothers, he did it, and it was a it was like a, almost a joke because it's you know it's all choreographed and with bumps and grinds and it's it's hilarious on this <laughs> little tiny kid. Uh, Donnie happens to be a friend of ours, and we thought it would be such fun to learn that arrangement. Cut to we learned it, and we really love it. So it's it's a big part of our repertoire mm-hmm. at this point. Jim, didn't you do a, I think I saw a video you did on, again, on YouTube, maybe a year or two ago, where you did one of the great, uh, speaking of Andy Williams, who the Williams brothers worked with Kay Thompson. Didn't you do some of their tribute to her, some of her arrangements on some Christmas songs? Well, we, yeah. yeah in our Christmas show that we do with our friend Clea Blackhurst, we do uh, Kay Thompson's arrangement of Jingle Bells. Right. Uh, That's what I saw, which, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but of course, both of us back in, 2008 were involved with Liza Minnelli's show called Liza's at the Palace on Broadway and the whole second act of that show was a recreation of Kay Thompson's act with the Williams Brothers I was musical directing the show Jim was one of the four Williams Brothers and we did a ton of those, that material and, and a lot of that actually is on YouTube as well um, and, and of course you know that it all connects through Andy Williams and Kay Thompson and Liza and all of that, you know, we're influenced by all that, all those people, for sure. And, and they're great arrangements. I mean, it just kind of oh, kind of bu- yeah. builds off the, I don't know a lot about music other than what I hear, but it builds off the melody and kind of goes in different tangents, doesn't it? Well, that well was, that's, that's what Kate Thompson really specialized in. She was the vocal arranger at MGM for many years, uh, but she also uh, was a mentor to Liza and Frank Sinatra and Mel Torme. And she would take these standards that you've heard a thousand times and really turn them inside out. And, and uh, yeah. so they'd be, they'd be completely different than the way you know them. And that's, that's certainly what we love to do. And uh, I'd like to think she would, be, she would be happy to know that that's still, you know, going on uh, by people who love and adore her. Oh, no doubt. Yep. Yeah, great, great. Uh, I mean, you can tell you both of you guys are enjoying it, or if you don't enjoy it, you're good actors, but I think you enjoy it. <laughs> we actually enjoy ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. A lot of fun. Speaking of Birdland, which we just mentioned before, and again, I know Billy and Jim, you both work there, and I guess you're doing some gigs coming up, but you got a couple of songs in tribute to Birdland on the album too, right? Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, well, I mean, I we both felt like it was a no-brainer to actually do uh, some tributes to the room in the room. And so I sing, you know, the very famous George Shearing song, Lullaby of Birdland, right. which everybody kind of knows. But then we found one that's not so well known that Jim sings. Jim, tell him about that one. Uh, Barry Manilow 
wrote a song called Lovin' at Birdland. And it's a great song. It sounds like it was written in, you know, 1949. Right. It's a great, great standard uh, that's a, not a standard yet and hopefully uh, will be at some point. Maybe we'll help make that happen. I think we uh, will. I think <laughs> that's our goal anyway. Uh, it's a great song. And so we have uh, those two Birdland songs. Uh, celebrating the room that we have worked every single week for 18 years. That's got to be some kind of crazy record. Yeah, that's mm. incredible. And again, for people not aware, Birdland, of course, very famous uh, ballroom and, and club in New York City, right in the, right off Times Square, right, if I remember correctly? Yep, that's right. Yeah. That's right. One of the greatest uh, music rooms in the world. Yeah, great. Uh, and, and people are coming back now, uh, Billy, uh, or both, Jim? I mean, you both work they there. I mean, people are coming back. Yeah, we opened we opened back up back in July, so we were really uh, we're one of the first clubs to get going again, and uh, we've been doing the Monday night. Well, the clubs going in July and August, it was kind of a soft opening, and then by last fall, everything was going full out. And you know, it's a fully vaccinated venue, so you know you have to show that, and you right. have to wear a mask and everything. But you know, so that's the way we're able to you know, keep going even through this latest little bit of a, a setback. You know, thank God uh, it hasn't, you know, touch wood, it has not affected us and we're able to keep going. Sure, so, sure. Uh, you know, people love the music and they're very respectful of the rules, you know, because uh, uh, people who come really want to want it to keep going as much as we do. People want to get out of the house. <laughs> that's that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And listen, if it takes, if it takes throwing a little piece of fabric over your face and uh, showing, uh, you know, your vaccine proof at the door, come on in. What are you waiting for? It's, <laughs> we have a ball, and uh, it feels like life is able to continue. And we've just had a ball there the last couple of months. Uh, it's It feels very good to be back in front of actual live people. Yep. What do you do, uh, weekends, or do you do uh, full full week, sh- week shows? What do you do? What's your schedule like? Well, I mean, the, I, the club is open seven days. Mm-hmm. Every, uh, yeah, every day yeah. with two rooms, uh, one upstairs and our new Birdland Theater downstairs. So there's, you know, four shows a night there. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. And Billy and I uh, host Cast Party, which is the open mic that we've been doing there for 18 years. And then Billy has a run coming up of his uh, a, a concert run of his. Yes, I have a big birthday great. coming up, so this is uh, I'm celebrating it in February on the 10th, 11th, and 12th in the Birdland Theater. So uh, I'm excited about oh, that. Oh, great! You I had know, that one last year, Billy. Really, that that uh, big did one. You? <laughs> all right, yeah, here we go. We're all the same age. Yeah, I figured you know. You but none of us look it. Well, you don't. You guys don't look it. Well, thank you. You don't yeah. look it either. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I see pictures. Of you. I know what you yeah. look like. Um, it, it. You know, I figured it's. it's Better to acknowledge it, not avoid it, because it's no. no matter what. What but, can you yeah. do? Or, you know, you'd rather be right. here than uh, leave early. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, That's plenty the truth. of time where we're going later, but might as well stay here as long as we can, right? Playing, playing the music. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just a couple other songs I want to let the audience know about uh, that that are on there. You do a great tribute, of course, to uh, Frank Sinatra, a medley of his songs. Of course, Forty Second Street, uh, not too far from there, when in uh, New York, where you're performing, and another one I, I had I got a kick out of uh, Peggy Lee. Right? She didn't she have a hit, a doodling song? That's a fun one. Cy Coleman. Oh yes, yeah, Cy Coleman and Carolyn Lee. That's a fun song. Uh, I think Jim and I both probably heard that song originally 
on an old episode of the Dick Van Dyke. Oh, just going to mention that. That's where I heard it. Yeah, I think first. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. And I've always loved it. And Blossom Deary made a great recording. Blossom Inside made a great recording of it. And it's kind of one that we've sung off and on over the years. So when we were putting the show together, we thought, oh, this is like a, just a cute little, it's a bauble. You know, it's just a little, little trifle of a song, but everybody always feels good when you do it. I mean, it, it's just one of those little sing-songy moments, and it's jazzy, and it's Cy Coleman. So, you know, that's my favorite composer yeah. of all. So, yeah. Yeah, this is just a, a fun uh, list of songs that you have, good variety as well. And, Jim, before we wrap up, I, I know you you were out in Vegas recently. I head out there as often as I can. Uh, you were at the Smith Center. Weren't you kind of doing the cast party show out there? That's right. We both were. Billy and I were both oh, yeah, there. Yeah, Billy, too. Okay. Yep. Yeah, oh, we yeah. try to do cast party um, – in a, well, we'll come to your house and do it, frankly. <laughs> we love celebrating talent all over the country, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, uh, San Francisco, Chicago, London. Uh, but, yeah, Las Vegas is one of our favorites because we get to play that incredible space, uh, the Smith It's a great theater. Island. I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah, great theater. Oh, man. Yeah. And I mean, there's such great talent out there. Oh, well, so. gosh. It's yeah, yeah, Clint Holmes growing. on, didn't you? Clint Holmes, who's based out there. Always. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's been, a, he's been a great friend and real, a real supporter of ours there and dragging in his friends that are great singers and introducing us to the community there, which is, of course, an extraordinarily talented one. Yeah. It's kind of a throwback, and I wish, you know, I guess you guys, too, we could go back to those days of the Rat Pack in Vegas in the 50s and 60s, what it was like. You kind of keep that going in a sense, right? The, the after-hours kind of shows where they would all gather at the hotel at midnight, it right? Definitely, it definitely has that feel. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, it feels like it's uh, – well, the, what's great is that it's spontaneous, and it's got the feeling that anything could happen, and indeed anything does happen right uh, it's not planned it's funny it's light um and uh, you know it's just it's just a great cap- moment in time that happens any given cast party is going to be different from any other one yeah and uh and it's so great to be able to take it on the road we go to la we go to florida we go to smith center um you know we've been we've been to london hopefully we'll be back again uh but uh it's just great it, it really has expanded and What's great is also is we do it every Monday in New York, and we have people who make tr- annual trips to New York, and they stay over a Monday. Oh, great. They want to make sure they, you know, so it's become that. And people all over the world have, have found out about it. So it's really taken on a, a great a great life of its own, and, and uh, people all over the world, you know, know about it. Yeah. When you come to Florida, I know you were just in Florida, weren't you, Billy? But when you come back to Florida, do that particular show. Uh, please let me know. I'd love to come and see you guys. Do you usually do Miami area, or or, or do you go all over? Uh, we have well, done Miami. Yeah. We've done uh, many in Delray Beach and Palm Beach, and we have we have a Florida gig coming up. As a matter of fact, yeah. in, in um, Orlando. In Orlando in April, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. I'd maybe come over and see you in Orlando. Yeah, what do you put on your website? Well, I'll check it out. So I'd love, oh, to, yeah. love to come see oh, you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, great. It's, you can go to uh, castspartynyc.com. Oh, great. I'm going to write that down right now so I remember. But uh, nyc.com, yeah, that's great. In April in Orlando, we'll, we'll check that out. But again, for the folks out there, get this new CD, the Sunday set, and uh, available as a CD and a download, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. 
And you can go for the download right now at Club 44 Records. Is it club44records.com, right? That's, that's, I believe so, yes. It comes that's out on right. Friday. And it's on all the streaming platforms. You know, you have to do that now because uh, so few people have a CD player anymore, honestly. so That's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. I don't think anybody knows what a record is if you're under 40. Right. <laughs> that's right. Except, right. well, now people are doing uh, – People are doing LPs, and uh, which is so cool. And of course, that's we're we're begging a record company to do some LPs. Oh, great! Yeah, I've seen them in stores. They are a little bit out there. People are, I guess, retro records, but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just so great to see the artwork big again, and to read the liner notes. Right. And not, you know, need a microscope to uh, to read right. things. That's it. <laughs> well, Billy Stritch, Jim Caruso, real pleasure to, to catch up with you for a few minutes. I know you're on a busy schedule, but uh, thanks again for being with us, and uh, we'll uh, play some definitely cuts for the CD, but we'll talk to you soon, and uh, please keep in touch. Thanks for being uh, our guest thanks, today. Uh, great. Thanks, thanks, Doug. So it was great to meet you.